Hi, my name is Saad Usmani, and I'm going to be sharing with you details on, on three specific papers that are being presented um, uh, at the EHA meeting uh, this year. Uh, the first one is the SWOT 1211 trial, which is the first randomized phase two study that has been done in newly diagnosed high-risk multiple myeloma patients, comparing uh, RVD as induction, followed by dose attenuated maintenance with RVD. And um, the experimental arm contained RVD along with elotuzumab for induction, followed by a dose attenuated maintenance with all the drugs. Um, this trial was initially designed in 2011 and then started in 2012 as a high priority study by the US cooperative group setting. The high risk was defined by having either primary plasma cell leukemia or poor risk by gene expression profiling, the GEP70 Arkansas model. Then having cytogenetic abnormalities such as translocation 1416, 1420, deletion 17P or amplification 1Q21. And then also um, elevated serum LDH uh, was deemed a high-risk feature as well. Uh, in all, 134 patients were screened and enrolled and 100 patients uh, were analyzable and evaluable for um, uh, this uh, the final primary analysis. After a median follow-up of 53 months, um, the diff there, there was no difference between the PFS, uh, between the two arms of the study. The median PFS for the RVD elotuzumab arm was 31 months, whereas that for RVD arm was 34 months. There were no differences in overall survival or response rates as well. The safety profile across the two arms was fairly similar, except for higher incidence of infections, sensory and motor neuropathy in the RVD elotuzumab arm. So overall, this is the first trial that has evaluated a frontline strategy for newly diagnosed high-risk myeloma patients. And the results will serve as a strong benchmark for subsequent development of enrichment design studies for high-risk patients, since we do not have a good standard of care for this particular patient population. The second paper that I'm going to discuss is teclistamab, first in human clinical trial, that is uh, a BCMA bispecific monoclonal antibody um, uh, that is developed on the Janssen duo body, body platform. Um, there are other bispecific monoclonal antibodies also in development. Um, some of them are called bispecific T-cell engagers. Um, others are, are called um, uh, uh, bites. Uh, but essentially, uh, the concept is the same. One arm of the monoclonal antibody can recognize um, a surface protein on myeloma cells, whereas the other arm recognizes CD3 on the patient's T cells. And the idea is that these T cells bring um, the, um, um, the, T, the T cells together to the myeloma cells. So I'm re reporting on the first in human dose escalation experience um, with 78 patients uh, in the relapse refractory setting. The median prior lines of treatment for this patient population was six. 
and we have treated patients up to the dose of 720 micrograms per kilogram from the second cohort of 38 microgram per kilogram onwards. There was a step-up dosing that was introduced um, in, uh, in the schema to help with the tolerability um, of uh, the therapy and the safety profile of uh, teclistamab appears to be reasonable uh, for this patient population with hematologic uh, side effects or adverse events making up the most common uh, adverse events as would be expected for this median prior lines of treatment patient population. Interestingly, the cytokine release syndrome was only seen in about 58% of the patients and all were grade one and two. Neurotoxicity was only seen in six of the patients with grade one or two making up four of the six. There were two dose limiting toxicities, one grade four delirium and one grade four thrombocytopenia. The delirium occurred a day after the cytokine release syndrome had dissipated in one of the subjects. In terms of the efficacy, what we're seeing in the 270 microgram per kilogram dosing group of 12 patients is an overall response rate of 67%, with eight of the responders, seven of the eight responders having had uh, triple class uh, refractory disease and five out of eight having pantodrug refractory disease. So overall, the safety profile looks good and, and we're starting to see good clinical activity um, in this patient population. The third um, paper that I'm going to share is an ongoing study. So this is a trials in progress that has been presented um, looking at transplant ineligible patients in a randomized phase three study where the standard of care arm is getting RVD and the experimental arm is getting belentamab, mefodotan along with RVD. And uh, this, the phase one portion of the study is ongoing, um, and we're hoping that the phase three portion of the trial will begin by the end of the year.